Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 KISS FM. In this country, leader 94.9 KISS FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning. Good looking day with a high in the upper 60s. Maybe right there around 70 for Missoula for the day. As we take a look back at the weekend that was. Usually yes. do it on a Monday, but uh, you know, the holiday. Yeah, of course. Stretching us out here. We each had a three-day weekend, and uh, mine was a pretty uh, jam-packed weekend. I think yours was as well. Ditto. Yeah. yeah but, uh, yeah, for me, I mean, Friday, kicked things off. Went to go see Top Gun Maverick. Nice. Uh, which was a lot of fun. High recommend. Really enjoyed it. Uh, as somebody who thinks the first Top Gun is, like, pretty good, but, like, a pretty cheesy 80s action movie <laughs> type thing, uh, I think Top Gun Maverick is, like, arguably a better movie. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's a really fun time. Uh, so, yeah, definitely worth checking that out. But, yeah, we did that Friday night. Uh, and then on Saturday, it was actually my girlfriend's sister's birthday. So, uh, you know, we, I had to, we went to the farmer's market so I can get a gift for her, uh, <laughs> cause we waited till the very last minute to do it. <laughs> of course. Uh, and then we, uh, you know, did a couple of errands around town and stuff and then went to a barbecue at uh, my girlfriend's sister's house. Hung out there for a while and had a good time. Uh, and then from there, mostly, uh, chilled on Sunday. And then last night actually went to go see Hailstorm. Uh, over at the Kettle House Amphitheater, which uh, ended up being a much different show than we thought it was going to be, because that show was originally going to be Hailstorm, Stone Temple Pilots, Blackstone Cherry. And a few days ago, Stone Temple Pilots dropped out of the show. Because, right, last week. Yeah. yeah, because one of their band members got COVID. Uh, so we were like, oh, man, that's a bummer. I was, I was really excited to see Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, that was kind of a bummer. But I was like, oh, well, the show will still go on. It'll still be good. At least Hailstorm and Blackstone Cherry will be there. And then the day of the show, Blackstone Cherry dropped out <laughs> oh, uh, because one of them got COVID. Oh, man. Uh, and this was like the last show of that leg of the tour, whatever it was. Uh, so I was like, are they just going to cancel the show? What's going to happen? But uh, actually, Hailstorm ended up playing a longer set, like a two and a half hour version. Wow. Of their show. So they played like kind of an acoustic instrumental uh, thing at the beginning, like uh, for 45 minutes or whatever, and then uh, had an intermission, came back out, did their full set. That's cool. They kind of, you know, they picked up the slack. They didn't just yeah. play an hour, hour and a half and be like, thanks, everybody. <laughs> be, see ya. Be done with the concert yeah. by like eight o'clock. Yeah. It's cool. They, co- <laughs> it's cool they, they, uh, they cover. Absolutely. Yeah. So that ended up being a lot of fun. And my girlfriend actually was a, is a huge Hailstorm fan. This was like the show that she was most excited for. So for her, it was like a real big yeah. treat for a two and a half hour Hailstorm show. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, that was kind of last night. And, uh, that was, that was kind of my weekend. Just kind of random bits here and there that ended up happening. Well, I'd say, uh, I'd say a busy one for sure. Yeah, definitely. Mine, very busy indeed. We, yes, it uh, was. We scooted out of town on Friday. I think we got out of here finally about noon, and we were uh, we were headed west. We went to Washington, uh, Moses Lake. It was the first pit stop. So we got there on Friday, oh, about 4.30 or so. Okay. I uh, did Chris, the Chris Jansen concert that night. Right. Which was a very cool show. It was, kind of, it was the Moses Lake. They have this little spring fest every year. And he was supposed to play it two years ago. Kind of a free show. Yeah. yeah. Still kind of up and coming. Um, and now he's like a much bigger star. Yeah. But like since he agreed to do the show two years ago, he's still locked in. Yeah. He uh, he didn't. So it got you know postponed or canceled, I guess, in 2020. But they, they said, oh, wait, wait. We'll still do the show next year. Yeah. So they had it uh, last year on the schedule. And that got postponed. <laughs> and I guess he just stuck. He stuck to the word. That's you know? great. He could have he could have got out of it or whatever. But he. Actually, I was talking to one of the guys there that works at like the uh, kind of in charge of the little festival. He was oh, t- yeah? he was saying, "Oh man, you know, geez, he, he really uh, he really saved us here. Uh, this, <laughs> you know, could have cost us some serious money or oh, uh, could have upped the price, but you know, he he kind of stuck to what we agreed on, and so he was he was this guy was very thankful. Of, like, man, this is going to be a great show. That's and, awesome. Uh, it worked out re- really well because since since the time was announced two years ago, he's had you know kind of a few more hits and right exactly uh, kind of selling out." 
arenas across the country now and stuff. So they they kind of got a pretty sweet deal out of it. But uh, it was my daughter's first show. Yeah, I mean she's been trying to see, she's been trying to, I mean she's been trying to see she's very young. But like <laughs> but you've been trying to bring her to a Chris Jansen show yeah. for a while. She's seven and a half, and uh, you know cause I, Chris Jansen is one of my favorite artists, so I'm always listening around the house. So she she's kind of latched onto it. She, yeah, she knows songs and sings songs and has fun with it. Um, so yeah, and I just kind of made that comment. Right about right about the time COVID was hitting, I was like, "Oh, we got to take you to a show." And, yeah, you know, and she's been kind of holding me to it since then. So it was a it was, it was, it was a great show. Uh, small, like intimate setting, small crowd, very cool show. Uh, but from there, we uh, we kept trucking. Clee Ellen, Washington, was next on the agenda Saturday. Okay. My wife's dad has a piece of property there, and kind of the other parts of uh, kind of him and his wife's family were kind of meeting for the weekend and just yeah. Kinda, Kind of hung with the kind of a family hang. Uh, had kind of the campfire for hot dogs for dinner and s'mores. Nice. Kind of you know, kids from one side and kids from the other side, kind of playing, entertaining themselves while the adults got to hang. And so it was pretty fun. All of it was great until you got to pack it up and head home, right? And do that on the last day of the weekend. So it was a, uh, I think six hours of actual drive time yesterday. Plus you got the kids. So you got to throw in a pit stop for Naturally. a bathroom break and some, you know a food break and. So that you know ends up being about seven hours of driving. Plus, you lose an hour in the time change. Yep. So there's an there's an eight hour journey there. Um, so yeah, finally rolled back into town about oh eight o'clock or so last night. Oof. Whirlwind adventure and a big long day of driving, but the rest of it was fun. That's so, good. So there you go. That's uh kind of recaps the weekend there. Yeah, there you go. Which is the whole point of the weekend that was. <laughs> we did it. We accomplished what we set out to accomplish. Success. <laughs> When it's country in Potomac, it's Montana's country leader, 94.9 KISS FM. You know what they what they tweet, what they do. It's what's making news in the world of country music. This is the Music City 60 on 94.9 KISS FM. Yes, it is here. Music City 60 and Dan and Shay are currently opening on Kenny Chesney's Here and Now Tour. And they grew up idolizing Kenny Chesney. As they say when they were young, they go to his concerts, stand there shoulder to shoulder, belting out the words to every song. So they wrote a song about Kenny Chesney, and they actually shared a clip of themselves singing it at their sound check <laughs> at uh, Nashville's Nissan Stadium on Saturday. That's fun. Yeah, it doesn't uh, seem to have a title yet, but uh, they're kind of asking fans if they should actually record it as a real song. Their clip is on their Instagram right now. Interesting. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't see that. I gotta go listen. Yeah, definitely uh, worth checking out. Uh, Kenny Chesney, by the way, tickets to win all this week. Oh, yes. With Dan and Shay opening for them uh, the Seattle show. That's uh, right. Tickets every day here. You could uh, hear the song yourself. That's true. They might be uh, doing it as part of the show. Uh, it's kind of fun. Thomas Rhett talking about being starstruck. Kind of always wonder, like, you know, celebrities have anybody where they're just, like, in awe of. Right. For Thomas Rhett, apparently, it would be George Strait. It was a ACM Honors event in Nashville. A few new artists part of it, but uh, most of the icons. And Thomas Rhett talking about the memory said uh, they want to do a big group picture. So I was literally sitting next to Alan Jackson, and George Strait was behind me, and Dolly Parton was on the other side of me, and I was like, this is wild. <laughs> he said he had never met George Strait, went up, introduced himself, said he can't even remember what George Strait said. Really? So it was just very brief. He just remembers thinking like, whoa, that's the king. <laughs> there it is. It's kind of a bummer when you can't remember the conversation. Like, that's true. You can't remember what he said. He's like, you're, you know, you're idle and you're starstruck. He's freaking out internally so much uh, that yeah. he can't even remember. Yeah. So, be cool. Be cool. <laughs> Uh, the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville has been designated the 12th Rock and Roll Hall of Fame landmark, which I guess is the thing they've been doing recently. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so actually the first Ryman concert held in May on May 4th, 1892. Wow. It's been around a long time. Uh, the sign that's been posted up there now says that uh, Ryman has regularly hosted a diverse array of iconic performers 
inductees of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like Hank Williams, B.B. King, Elvis Presley, Bob Dylan, Aretha Franklin, and a lot more. Iconic place. Yeah. Used to be a home of the uh, Grand Ole Opry for years. But right. I've been there a few times. Uh, it's cool. Nice. Uh, all right. Final one. Luke Holmes doing an interview saying that uh, he knows that his kid, which, uh, you know, baby's on the way, going to have a di- little bit of a different childhood than he did. And yeah. Luke says, I think about how different their childhood is going to be than mine. And it's like they will undoubtedly have the pressure of being my kid, which is not something I ever dealt with, not something that I know how to deal with. I'm worried about when they do find out that they're Luke Holmes' kid. I hope being a famous guy's kid doesn't change them. <laughs> like, you kid me? It's like, you're a kid. That's like hitting the jackpot. That's right, yeah. Like, like wait a minute. You're famous, Dad? <laughs> we have all kinds of money? Yeah. Score! This is great. <laughs> what are we talking Love about? It. Yeah. And now, you're in the know with Nashville. Smith & Nelson's Music City 60. 94.9 KISS FM. Nelson in the morning. 94.9 KISS FM. We're looking at weather. For the day here, a high near 70. And for the week, temperatures in the low 70s the next few days, right on through Friday. Love that. Absolutely. Finally getting a long run of some good stuff. Some good, consistent warmth. I love that. All right. Good looking day out there today. A high 69 officially, they're saying. But maybe we can just take it over the edge. Hit that 70 mark. All right. Weather for the morning brought to us by the Advocates Injury Attorney. That's right. If you've been in an accident, don't go it alone. Call your local Advocates Injury Attorneys. They take the stress away, deal with the insurance, and get you the settlement you deserve. They don't get paid until you win. Call the Advocates today at 406-640-4444 or MontanaAdvocates.com. It is almost go time with the new terminal out at the uh, the airport. Okay. The Missoula, Montana Airport. No longer the Missoula International Airport, which was a weird name to begin with because I don't believe there's any international flights out of the airports. It feels weird to say the Missoula, Montana Airport, though. Yes. It feels weird to throw that Montana part in there. You could just say Missoula Airport. <laughs> well, you can, but that's not the official name of it. That's true. <laughs> uh, we got the airport with the new terminal opening up officially next week. It'll be one week from tomorrow, June 8th. Which is uh, supposed to already be up and running if you go by the uh, the previous official opening date, which was early May. Okay, and they had to come out and be like, "Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, we're gonna kind of we're gonna kind of extend it out a little bit." So we had about a month delay, but here we go. Time is up. Yes, it is. Uh, next week, official opening of the new terminal, which looks awesome from the outside. Yeah, I don't know anything about the inside, but from the outside, it looks fantastic. Uh, but today is like a uh, an open house event where you can kind of go and check out all the. All the new features. Nice. Do do a walkthrough. So if you want to explore what they've been working on over the past few years over there, now is your chance. I'm not exactly sure if there will be uh, snacks and drinks provided, but when you're going to say open house, I mean, you kind of have to. And we're we're going to that, will it into existence. That's the draw. <laughs> I mean, there there should be house? somebody passing out little sandwiches or something, right? You want to have an open house? I mean, come on. you got to have something to pull people in. That's why you go to the open house. Some shortbread cookies and some juice, something. Let's go. Uh, new features at the airport. I mean, we've got expanded ticketing options, extra TSA screening lines, additional boarding areas, improved baggage handling. They got you know new sit-down restaurants going to be in there. Nice, uh, great viewing area. So a lot of new features at the airport. I think it was, well, I don't know when it was, but it was months ago. They kind of had like a uh, a walkthrough, kind of for some like media personnel. Yeah, and a few people here from the station went and kind of took some pictures. I think uh, put together a photo gallery online, and it was kind of cool to see. All the new features at that point, but but it was like they're in the middle of construction. You, could, right. you couldn't really get a grasp. It was just like, here's this framed in area. Eventually, this will be blank, and you go, oh, that'll be cool when it's done. Yeah, so it'd be pretty neat to go walk around today and kind of get a. Now a you can view actually of it. see it, what it looks like when it's done. 
4 until 7, the open house at the new terminal over at the airport today. And then, uh, hey, it's pretty exciting. Next week, they'll kick it off and uh, be open for passengers and flights. I'm excited to go check out the uh, check out the new restaurant. Yeah. Kick back, beverage in hand. There you go. Got the uh, the views there, watching flights take off. We needed to, like, a more another, another place to chill in the airport, I feel like, during long waits and stuff like that. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. All the, uh, all the new features look like they're going to be great. Yeah. And beneficial and uh, hopefully just make things easier, too. Hopefully. All right, open house. You can do it today, 4 until 7. Get over there. Be one of the first to check out the new features of the new terminal. We have all the details for you. Your Kiss FM. Nelson, 94.9 Kiss FM. It's newsy and noteworthy, and it's now on 94.9 Kiss FM. Yes, it is. What's newsy and noteworthy for your morning? And a guy in Paris is now facing charges for using a piece of cake to vandalize the Mona Lisa over the weekend. Uh, apparently, he was disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair, and it sounds like he did this to gain access to the handicapped area right next to the Mona Lisa, and he either threw the cake or he smeared it or both, but the security removed him from the building. Off- officials at the Louvre confirmed the attack did involve a pastry. Uh, ended up being a weird climate change protest, uh, but the Mona Lisa itself not damaged because it's been behind bulletproof glass for the last, like, 60-plus years. I feel like everybody knows that it's uh, well-protected. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Somebody tried to throw a rock at it in 1956, and there's glass under it, or glass over it now, uh, and other people have tried to throw stuff at it since then. Hasn't happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, the guy actually tried to smash the glass before smearing the cake but couldn't break it because it is bulletproof glass. Uh, so he's being investigated for damaging a cultural artifact. All right. Story. Uh, big story. It says Joey Chestnut. No one can beat Joey Chestnut. They're the best. Just reigns supreme. Yep. The only thing that can beat Joey, Joey Chestnut would be COVID. Oh, man. He had to withdraw from the World Donut Hole Eating Championship no. on Friday because he tested positive for coronavirus. Man. It's going to be a... A little asterisk next to that one it says, <laughs> whoever won, this was the year Joey couldn't participate. Exactly, yeah. Uh, the house that inspired the first Conjuring movie just sold for $1.53 million. Uh, the Rhode Island farmhouse hit the market in September for $1.2 million, so like a little bit over asking price. Uh, the woman who bought it plans on keeping it open to the public, like nighttime paranormal investigations, day tours, live stream events, and she does believe there is something going on in the house. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, guy in San Diego just set a new world record when he ate three Carolina Reaper peppers in 8.72 <laughs> seconds. Man. Beat the old record by one second. Says the Carolina Reaper has a 1.6 million Scoville heat units. Jeez. Apparently is how they rate things. Yeah. Average jalapeno has 2,500. Okay. Carolina Reaper has 1.6 million. And he ate three of them in eight seconds. Three of them in eight seconds. How is this mouth still on his face? <laughs> <laughs> in, in talking about it, the guy says he's been practicing for an attempt. He says it's more about mechanics and muscle memory. So I, I time myself eating small sweet peppers to get the chewing and swallowing down mm. to automatic responses. So if you think it's just show up and eat peppers, I mean, come on. Yeah. There, there's training. There's practice. <laughs> this is this is just like any big sport. This is how they do it. Uh, this is a pretty crazy story for college kids in New York. Uh, SUNY schools in New York, the state university, those are public schools. There's 64 different colleges, universities, and campuses. A new report found that two of them, Binghamton University and the University of Buffalo, and several others, have accidentally been giving out-of-state students in-state tuition for years. Uh, so basically, if you live in-state, you can go to school cheaper yeah, right. than if you live out-of-state. Uh, the difference is about $10,000 for undergrad kids, $12,000 for grad school. Uh, so if you checked a box in your application that said you were in-state, they just took your word for it. 
They didn't check. <laughs> they didn't do any kind of background <laughs> check. Uh, so auditors looked at over 1,200 grad school applications from 2015 through 2019. 35% included little or no proof of address. So at least some of those kids probably were in state. And it may have cost the schools millions in tuition. Well, that's one of those you, you don't know if you don't try. Yeah, exactly. And you can just check the box and be like, oh, oops, <laughs> that was a mistake. Yeah, one of those schools is the school my brother went to, actually. Uh, but we were in state, so it doesn't matter anyway. Uh, all right, final one. Uh, DeLorean. I didn't realize DeLorean uh, had any hand in making vehicles or doing anything. They're still around. These days, but they're still around, apparently, because I guess they're building an electric car. DeLorean, of course, popular from Back to the Future. Of course. Uh, but their electric vehicle, it says, will look somewhat similar to the Back to the Future car. Expected to cost $175,000. It'll have a range of about 300 miles. Um, but yeah, I, I had no idea they were still like a, yeah. like active and doing anything. <laughs> they're still doing their thing. I'm, it's amazing that they're still making cars, and they're not all of them are just like, let's just keep making the Back to the Future car. Go with like the works. Exactly, yeah. People right. want that one. All right, there you go. Newsy and noteworthy for the morning. It's Kiss. When it's country and drumming, it's Montana's country leader. 94.9 Kiss FM. Smith and Nelson in the morning with 94.9 KISS FM. You can also listen along with your free KISS FM mobile app. Yes, you can. Uh, go to our website or the mobile app. There's a story there from last week. A brand new Yellowstone spinoff show. What's it called? 1932? Uh, yeah, that's the one. Harrison Ford, Helen Mirren, both going to be in it. And uh, it sounds like they might set up shop home base in uh, Butte. Yeah. For uh, filming with this show. Yeah, and that's going to be like later this year, too. Like pretty soon. You can find out more details with that story. Of course, when it comes to Yellowstone filming, we've had plenty of that around yes, the area. We've got lots of experience with Yellowstone happening around the area, and they have recently been filming season five here in Missoula. Uh, they've already been spotted around town. I saw them uh, filming off Howard Razor Drive not, re- uh, not too long ago. That's right. Uh, the call for local extras has been out there for a while. And uh, today, actually, Yellowstone will be filming in downtown Missoula, kind of in the area around the Missoula County Courthouse. Which they did uh, They did filming inside the courthouse last season. They did, yes. And uh, I have not watched the show. You have. Uh, does it feel like there should be more stuff in the courthouse this coming season? Um, I'm trying to remember how they ended it last okay. uh, last season. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess very very easily could be. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Depending uh, on how the, how the storyline goes. Right. Uh, but, yeah, so that's going to be happening uh, for today and tomorrow. They're going to be filming. And as a result, uh, some streets in downtown Missoula will be shut down today and tomorrow. Uh, so today, the area of Ryman Street between Broadway and Pine is going to be closed to all traffic. And tomorrow, those blocks of Ryman and Woody are also going to be closed. There will be detours, clearly marked, all that kind of stuff. And the county insists the public will still have access to the courthouse. So it doesn't sound like they're filming inside. It sounds like they're filming kind of just everywhere around it. Exterior shots, as exactly. they say in the business. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they say, though, if you want to you want to take care of some business and you can avoid going to the courthouse, maybe maybe do some things online. Yes. especially maybe because, just, just wait another day. Yeah, that too. Especially because parking is going to be a pretty bad situation, oh, it yeah. seems like, uh, over yeah. the next couple of days there. Uh, so they have like a lot of online services like paying property taxes, renewing vehicle registration, all that stuff. You can do that right there. So the less activity there is the actual courthouse, the easier it will be on those that need the courthouse for the next couple of days. Put it in your pocket and try again tomorrow. Yeah. comes to uh, needing to go to the courthouse for pretty documents. Much. Yeah, but if you want to head downtown and uh, check out some Yellowstone filming, uh, you probably can. Be interesting to see where filming takes them over the course of the, the season here, just kind of around town. You know, Definitely. They did the courthouse last year. They did uh, over at Ruby's Diner last year. Yep. Uh, now back at the courthouse. Be kind of interesting to see what other uh, what other parts around town they pick out. Absolutely, yeah.
All right, but uh, yeah, you want to find out more details with that closure today? Check out the story. Your Kiss FM mobile app has more. Smith and Nelson in the morning on 94.9 Kiss FM. Smith and Nelson's Odds and Ends on 94.9 Kiss FM. Yes, it is some odds and ends for your morning. And Matthew Morrison, the actor from Glee, was currently on uh, So You Think You Can Dance as a judge. They was currently because he is no longer a judge <laughs> on So You Think You Can Dance. He has apparently been fired uh, for violating competition protocols. Uh, nobody really knows exactly what that means, but uh, he said in a statement that after filming the audition rounds and completing the selection of the 12 finalists, I did not follow competition production protocols, preventing me from being able to judge the competition fairly. Can't apologize enough to all involved. I'll be watching alongside you all on that. what I know will be one of the best seasons yet. Interesting. Yeah, kind of weird. Huh. Really curious what happened there. I feel like there's more to come from that. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Uh, Top Gun, Maverick, big winner over the weekend. Yeah. You saw it over the weekend. I did. $156 million. Biggest opening weekend for Tom Cruise in his career. Yeah. Which is pretty wild to think about. First time any of his movies have opened over $100 million, Isn't that is wild? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cost $170 million to make the thing. Made $156 million just... Over the course of three days. Of course, three days. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, if you figure in uh, globally, worldwide, it made $260 million. Nice. Uh, but it was the... Uh, let me see where I lost my thought here. Uh, highest opening non-superhero movie since the pandemic began. That's pretty crazy. That's wild. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. Yes, there it is. Uh, Stranger Things Season 4 premiered over the weekend, and uh, I have not watched any of it yet, uh, but I'm meaning to. Um, I've got to time it out with my girlfriend just right so we can both watch it at the same time. Uh, but apparently, uh, Kate Bush's 1985 hit, Running Up That Hill, plays a key part in the action of Stranger Things Season 4, and thanks to the show... Song is now number one on the iTunes top really? songs chart. Yeah, wow. back on the charts. Yeah, <laughs> uh, which is not the first time this has happened. Actually, Stranger Things uh, did this uh, last season with uh, the theme song to the, the uh, Neverending Story, which played a key part there, and then became number one on iTunes again. That's funny. Yeah, kind of a cool story about a 78-year-old graduating high school. Graduated over the weekend. Cool backstory. He got in trouble during his senior year of high school in 1962. He was suspended for five days. Missed a final exam that he needed to graduate. Ended up taking the exam, but then they didn't give him his diploma because he owed the school $4.80 for an overdue book. What? This is back in uh, 1962. I guess maybe it seemed like a little bit more money. Than- uh, yeah, I guess, but it's still less than five bucks. Uh, they had his diploma locked in a filing cabinet <laughs> since then. <laughs> He smiled as he finally received his diploma over the weekend, and he says he's going to hang it on his wall. I don't know why it took so long. Right. Like, like, why not 10 years, 20 years later? I don't know why it took until now. Did he have to like come up with the money at some point? Or? I, that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm guessing that was the sticking point between never getting it, right? Right. I, I don't know. Kind of, a, kind of a weird story, but also kind of cool. That's a weird one. Yeah, for sure. A uh, guy walked into a Burger King in Pittsburgh on Friday, and no one was there. He went to the drive-thru, then walked inside, even opened the door to the kitchen. The whole place was completely empty in the afternoon. <laughs> uh, local news called wind of it. They say that only one person showed up to work that day, and when they saw that nobody else showed up, they quit on the spot without locking the door on their way out. <laughs> wow. Manager eventually showed up to lock the place until it could be staffed. Uh, Burger King representative kind of downplaying the problem, said the uh, shift leader had to leave due to a family emergency, sent the team home. The door was inadvertently left unlocked. But uh, others are saying that's ah, kind of just a sign of the times. A lot of people leaving the workforce because of the pandemic and uh, businesses have to adapt. Imagine showing up, walking in, going yeah. there. Hey, he should have just made himself a burger while he was there. You know, Weird feeling. <laughs> Turn on the fryer. Slap a Whopper on the grill. <laughs>
All right, a couple things on this date. This day, 1961, Jimi Hendrix enlists in the Army for three years. And uh, a year later, breaks his ankle during a parachute jump oh, and man. is honorably discharged. Wow. I didn't know that backstory. I uh, didn't know that either. A little piece of history there with Jimi Hendrix. Uh, this date, 1990, Seinfeld premiered. This date in 2000, Survivor premiered. Okay. Couple, uh, big days in TV premieres. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, birthday today. How about Clint Eastwood? He's a birthday boy. 92 for Clint Eastwood and today. probably still cranking out another movie this wow. year. Wow. <laughs> All right, there you go. Odds and ends for the morning with Kiss. I get to hear my favorite country every day. On Montana's country leader. I love it. I love it. 94.9 Kiss FM, driven by Carl Tyler Chevrolet. You know, newsworthy nugget of the day with Smith and Nelson on 94.9 Kiss FM. Brought to you by Farside Sign, Missoula's leading full-service sign and custom vehicle graphic shop. Farside Sign in the 2200 block of South Avenue West. All right, allow us to drop some knowledge. Every morning we try to find a little piece of information that we uh, we hope not everybody knows about. Yeah, exactly. Share it with the nugget. Yes, and I think this is something that uh, people occasionally debate. What really is a sandwich? You know, the, uh, the hot dog yeah, and the sandwich right. debate, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but did you know the government actually has an official definition for a sandwich? According to the United States Department of Agriculture, the official definition of a sandwich is at least 35% cooked meat and no more than 50% bread. <laughs> I like that they, they stress. If there's any more than a half bread on this sandwich, it is no longer a sandwich. <laughs> so if you put... so you're. If you take an extra piece of bread and put it in the middle of your sandwich to make like a, a double decker, yeah, you're saying that would like no longer be a sandwich. Apparently, that is no longer a sandwich mm. unless the, uh, the the bread to meat ratio yeah. is correct. Uh, although, although what's weird there, like, what do they consider a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? There's no meat in that one, but they say a sandwich needs at least 35% cooked meat. Interesting. Yeah, so, uh, so some holes in the United States Department of Agriculture's definition, I think. So is a hot dog a sandwich? That's that's the question here. I guess uh, I think that would be about a sandwich. But then right? when you cut up hot dogs and put it on bread, you call that a hot dog sandwich. Mm, yes, also true. Interesting. There, <laughs> the debate rages on. Man. Need to or not, now you know.